So who wants to talk about last time? Probably the person who remembers it. Sounds like John. Well, well <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess fine. I'll just, I'll just stop talking. But, you know. No, what? Go Were ahead. you talking? I didn't hear you talking. Was, you was weren't talking out loud. Jeremy didn't give anyone an option. It's true. Kevin has made it very clear that he never remembers anything that happens here because he immediately <laughs> goes to play a different game. Well, we didn't play last week because nobody or two people, somebody slept through their alarm and we thought they were actually on a picket line, so we didn't bother calling them. But it's weird. Don't worry about it. Um, so we didn't play last week. So oh. it's all fresh. Well, he does remember. Anyway, well, we, well, let's... we went outside the lightning wall. Yeah. Which, I'm surprised you didn't make us like do anything to actually get out there. I made my guys do a whole fucking shebang to actually get through the lightning wall. I figured that wouldn't be very interesting. And then we avoided some encounters through our own deft awareness. <laughs> and we kind of got ripped off by the Deathland Scavengers. Think it was a rip off. You know it's what Jeremy would have done right to off. us if we had like gone in there unmasked? Super rip off. Um, I don't think it was a rip off. We should have just killed them and taken the masks. But that would have been mean. Yeah, well, dust balls mean. I mean, and then true. we uh, we got the artifact, which is a, a giant foot, I think, or a giant elbow. It's a hand, you weirdo. Giant hand. <clears throat> I thought this was Quentin Tarantino's Blades in the Dark, and it's a giant foot. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, and then we got out, and we cagely gave it to both parties. Although we're Kinda, pretty sure the second really. party isn't going to be very happy about it. But we haven't dealt with them yet, so, you know, the the blue wizards Yeah, specials. the wizard robes have it. Yeah. So anyway, that's where we left off. So as Kevin said, we got the artifact, and then we gave it to, who, who what was the lady's name, who's kind of working both sides? Madam Teslin. Madam, Madam Teslin. So we hand it to her, and she was there with all of the other, other blue wizards. Yep. And, and you, and Virgil knows that she's in fact a demon. Yep, she's a demon, and she knows uh, she knows Satara, and also she's working for the Emperor's men. Huard? Yeah. So, yeah, Huard uh, is the leader of at least this group of Emperor's Breakers, and right. he's the one that had captured you and Fitz, and tried to get you to capture the hand, at uh, the, or give him the hand at the same time that... Uh, the circle of blue flame wanted y'all to uh, get the hand. And you decided that you would try to play both sides by giving it to Madame Teslin, but Madame Teslin had summoned the entire circle of flame to be there when y'all handed it over, so she was the one, or they were the ones that wound up with the hand. Look, I mean, we still did, we still uh, honored these both agreements. Like, we haven't, we just haven't arbitrated the second one yet. So, uh, we had already done all of the downtime stuff last time, uh, and y'all had talked about how for this heist, y'all wanted to try to capture some turf, which you were planning on uh, Drug Den, I believe, is what it's called. Yeah. So, for, for, for this Drug Den, this is just sort of a general question for the team, um, can we decide on what kind of drug it is? Um, so I, I've got a couple of different options uh, that I wanted to put towards you guys. Um, but first, I wanted to talk about some of the faction stuff that's been going on over these past couple of heists that you've done. So as uh, as y'all remember, the Red Sashes ran the crows out of the crow's nest and, you know... Uh, have taken over, or in the process of taking over, Crowsfoot 
as the uh, crime bosses. And uh, But the crows themselves have set up shop in the Lamp Black's old warehouse. Uh, there were some squatters there, a small gang that, you know, was trying to, you know, make their way in the world. Probably some uh, Scotlanders new to the area. Uh, but they ran them out of there uh, with very little effort uh, and have started operating out of that warehouse. Uh, in that particular corner of Crow's Foot, uh, there's been another string of disappearances. But it hasn't just been limited to the civilians in the area. Some of Rorik's own people have started disappearing. So, Sophia, I think that you get contacted by uh, Harvell Brogan of the Circle of Blue Flame uh, to come to the uh, uh, Centralia Club uh, at some point over this past downtime uh, for your initiation into the Circle. Yeah, Sophia would do that. So uh, you've been to the Centralia Club before. You kind of know your way around there now. Um, the uh, So you wind up in that uh, blue chamber at on the third floor of the two-story building. There's that pedestal in the middle of the circular room. And uh, last time you were here, it had an eye on it before... You know, your friend stole it, but this time it has the hand of Kotar on it. That um, massive uh, six-fingered hand that was like, uh, I think I said it was like as big as Cliff last time or something like that. Um, so, um, I don't know that you said that. I thought it was like four feet across, which is still big for a hand. But Yeah. Um, Cliff, are you four feet across? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything particular that you're wanting to do at your initiation ceremony? No, just, you know, see what it is and get initiated. And- yes, so you uh, you get initiated into the circle, you get your own membership ring. You're not part of the inner circle. You do learn that there's only ever sever- seven members of the inner circle at a time, but you are part of the Circle of Blue Flame now. What's the title? Uh, what do you think the title should be? I don't know, how many how many ranks are there? Uh, Is it just initiate this this next one and then inner circle, or are there like ten ranks? Like, what, what do we got here? I think there'd probably be seven ranks. These people seem to be obsessed with the number seven, so... Which is weird, because Kotar has six fingers. Maybe it sounds like no, six. Did I say six fingers? Because I meant you to did. say seven. <laughs> I know I said seven last time. So Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Because they have the seven-branched rod, and they have Kotar rod. as the seven fingers, so seven is a holy number for them. Sure. Or at least a powerful number. So what do you think this one is? I don't know. I'm trying to find interesting rank structures that aren't fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> rank one is obviously the inner circle and the seventh rank is probably the hangers ons the people who don't make it past the inner or past the bottom floor of the centralia club uh so i'd say that you're like rank two at this point yeah i mean there's it's pretty cool religious ranks but those are all they're too religious no that's the kkk let's not use those ranks <laughs> I'm a grand wizard. Maybe not. Nope. No, you're not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, I don't know. We'll come back.
back to it. I, I want to okay. find an, inter- an interesting hierarchy. Yeah, you ca- we're kind of they're becoming a bigger part of the story, so it'd be interesting to have that fleshed out a bit more. Like so, after the ceremony's over and everyone's welcoming you on board, there's probably a small little party at the bottom of the Centralia Club. You have the chance to ask questions or try to get information from these people if you want. If not, we'll just go on to something else. So I guess so. I knew I was going here. So I guess before that, I would have talked to the gang and found out. Like, is there is there anything we're trying to figure out here? Like, Sophia's kind of just going to ride this till the wheels come off because it seems like there might be a future value. But I don't. I can't think of anything acute that we need. But maybe the rest of the team has input from these guys. Um, not really. No. <laughs> I guess the only question Sophia will have is how to get to the next rank. Well, now I've thought of a question. All right, what's your question? What are they going to do with it? Like, oh, what's I'm their gonna end? I'm not going to... They're going to resurrect the dead guy. That's, we know that. Well, yeah, but for what purpose? Like, they just want to have one? I mean, that seems like... To have a dead god to brag about? Like, what are they doing? That feels like the kind of question that would get me looked at strange. I'm not going to ask that question. I think Cliff actually already knows the answer to that question. That's also true. Has anybody ever summoned a dead god for any other purpose that's not nefarious? Maybe. You don't know. I I do know, Tower, because no one has done that. (laughs) (laughs) The burden of proof is on you. Maybe they just want to summon this dead god so they can sing hymns about him. I mean, like if if you ask that question, they'll tell you the same thing that they told Cliff. Cliff, do you remember remember what what you were told? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a no. Okay, so when you ask that question, uh, you're probably talking to Lady Drake here. And Lady Drake tells you that the ultimate goal is to bring Kotar back. You know, Kotar was once destroyed. He helped keep this world in order once and when he was destroyed the sun too shattered in the sky if we bring back kotar we can return this world back to the way it used to be when there was green green grass growing on the hills and trees that didn't just glow with some vile essence pulsating inside them a vile a star Shining down from the heavens above. If by vile you mean fascinating. <laughs> so yeah, when like whenever you're talking to these people, uh, that's what they're saying. And you also know that they're not lying to you. Because Sophia knows when they're li- when someone is lying to them. That's true. Yeah, I put the rank structure, it's uh, in order from bottom to top. It's initiate, subordinal, prefect, urban, hierarch, patriarch, and then council of the seven. Urban? There we go. So you are <laughs> subordinal right now. Just going to copy this. To yeah, so the, que- so, so the only question I have is, is how do I become a prefect? Who do I have to fuck or kill to become a prefect around here? So there are ceremonies that happen at certain types times of the year and depending on how well you perform in those ceremonies that can help escalate your ascendancy the next ceremony is actually gonna be in two weeks time as they try to make contact with kotar sweet i'll jot that down on my personal calendar I think Iskra would have warned Sophia before she left that anytime they start talking about ascendancy, it's a death cult and you should run. 
Yeah, I mean, the people on the top aren't dead yet, so. <laughs> if they all die, that means there's room at the top to move seven more people up. Right? That's how that works. They definitely don't kill the subordinates first. That's why I need to rank up. What are you not understanding about this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somebody gets to be Donald Rumsfeld somehow. The same night that Sophia is having her initiation, the group had been contacted through Fitz by the Hive asking for a uh, a meeting. Who wants to go in Sophia's place? Because she is normally y'all's contact. I could go, but I'm not great at talking to people. Who are we going to? What's going on? We're going to Fitz? Someone from the Hive, uh, your patrons has uh, contacted y'all saying that they want to meet with, with someone from the group. They are the uh, the mercantile cartel, uh, represented by a golden bee. Um, you've done a couple of things with them so far. They seem to be interested in how Rorik was doing in Crowsfoot. Uh, they wanted y'all to investigate Rorik's death when y'all thought he was dead. They paid you pretty well for that. Uh, okay, well, let's go to the meeting of the, the, the K-Hives. Uh, so we got Cliff going then. They don't want to meet at Fitz. Instead, they uh, they talk about a uh, a restaurant in Brightstone. Uh, what kind of restaurant do you think this is? Like, what sort of restaurant would Cliff want to meet up in? Oh, I have a choice. Yeah. Uh, well, we've done Doodles. We've done Wizards. Let's do uh, this. Brightstone is the fancy part of town. They probably done some sort of like new fusion restaurant that's really street food, but they gentrified it uh, and made it for white people. So I don't know, something uh, something like barbecue, something grill, like you know meat and stuff, but they made it all fancy and expensive. All right. It's a it's a gastro pub. How about that? All right. Which is really just a pub, but because they added the word gastro to it, it's twice as expensive. <laughs> There we go. You show up there, and uh, Karth Oris is there. He's the uh, he is the mercenary commander for the Hive. Uh, he's got that uh, like very military uniform on. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's got a, a pristine white tricorn hat with a boat on it. A very bushy mustache. Uh, when he meets with you, he says, ah, "I'm glad to see that Savage isn't with you." I- I'm sorry, who? Adam Savage? The, uh, the Severosi woman. She's always so rude. Our, our occupation brings in a lot of different types of people. Sometimes you just have to deal with some rudeness, but no, I, I feel like since he negotiates like this, you know, best, best to uh, leave them to their devices. And just a word of advice, the higher up you try to go in this world, the more circumspect you need to be. That's taken me and my master as far. You never know when you're going to piss the wrong person off and wind up with a knife in your back. That's a threat. Well, it's a hard lesson learned for sure, but uh, I'll keep that in mind. Well, the reason that... Bitch over here threatening me and you're just like, yeah, well, all right. <laughs> Honestly, you probably deserve it. Let's be honest here. That is not the question at hand. <laughs> There is no question at hand. You're not there. There is no question. You're right. The question is, I may hear it's time to suck up a little bit. Just to, you know, give a good graces to the people that are benefactors. So, I understand that your 
group is trying to grow and expand expand its territory and we uh we had a suggestion on something that might work well for you uh there is in silkshore there's a casino run by our mutual enemies the unseen if you and your group were to liberate this from them uh we understand it's a big ask and it's you know also a big take would be more than happy to help you manage it until you can uh manage it on your own so you're asking us to take this place and you want to cut i I don't (laughs) understand exactly what you know I, i i just know we've got a good relationship here but what exactly are the stakes here we have information that can help you infiltrate and take over that casino and if you act on this information we will help supply staff that are trustworthy even help supply management so that you don't have to worry about it and we will share in the profits up until such time we pay the debt off and we buy out your percentage correct that could of course happen in the future <laughs> that's suspicious well, that's understandable what's business well, let's talk numbers then. So we've got this place, Silkshore. Let's say, uh, did he drop a name of what this place is called? Uh, yeah, y'all have actually been there. This is the place where Iskra wrecked the one-armed bandit, where where y'all uh, rescued Millie. It's that place. Uh, the Silver Stag Casino, that's what it was called. All right, so based on my experience there, what? how many... What is a like a shift or a staff look like there? Are we talking like a payroll of twenty people, half that? So, so as you're uh, talking this out with uh, Karth, it seems like uh, they have figured out a time when things are going to be lean staffed, and all you're really going, you and your group would really need to do is handle the security, and it could be. A smooth, clean takeover that none of the high-ranking members of the Unseen are expected to be there. And once you take it, the Hive would be more than happy to continue to run interference to help you maintain it and to staff security itself. Well, when I think about it, you know, I definitely would be suspicious about these guys, the Hive, but... If we're going to maintain this, keep it the unseen from taking it back almost immediately after, we're definitely going to need their help. You know, running the place is one thing, but keeping this place ours in the near future is another. So, yeah, definitely could, uh, we'll work with uh, the Hive to, you know, pretty much give them what they want. They're not really on the exact terms to negotiate a whole bunch now. So if we want this, we're going to kind of have to accept what Karth is giving us. So as uh, as y'all are hashing things out, and of course, I'm sure you want to go and talk to everyone about whether or not you take it or not. But as the talks are winding down and y'all finish kind of hashing out particular terms, uh, Karf says, I, I have one other thing. I understand that there's some turmoil in Crow's Foot right now. And I would suggest if you hear anything about what's going on with our mutual friend, that you pass word along, and there is an expectation that you will help him in his endeavors. Who's his mutual friend? Rorik. He doesn't come out and say that, but, you know, you get you get the gist of it. 
Yeah, the guy that y'all helped depose. Shame, Rourke's dead. I mean, y'all saw Karth and Jeremaha, the leader of the Hive, in Briscoe's Noodle Palace with L- Rorik and Lissa's body. We'll go ahead and start scoping out the Silver Stag, and yeah. we'll be in touch. Virgil is probably out and about uh, going to see Satara uh, on the same night that this is going on. So, uh, Iskra, you find yourself alone at the law office when there's a small knock at the door. Um, I'm going to go up and uh, peer out of one of the many peepholes. Yeah, so you see Thaddeus out there, your small orphan courier friend, who normally brings messages from Fitz to you. Hmm, is he alone? Uh, yeah, it's just him. I'm gonna crack the door. Uh, so he is, you know, as always, very filthy, but you smell like the smell of burning, like you smell smoke on him, and you see like tear streaks coming down uh through his uh filthy face well i was gonna be creepy at him but now i'm worried <laughs> so don't that stop you miss <laughs> <laughs> uh, iskra the F- fitz's museum it's on fire it's on fire why is it on fire i i, I don't it's know lit. but i i can't i can't find mr fitz oh, he might be dead come inside Okay. Yeah, he comes inside. Tell me what happened. I, I was Start I was walking at the beginning. I I was walking to see if he had any messages he needed me to move around and when I came around the corner I saw I saw some some men in armor going walking away and they had something with them S- someone or something. I I don't know. Maybe maybe it was Mr. Fitz, but when I went down the alley to to see it there was fire in the museum so they were dragging away something or carrying away something that could have been a person yeah maybe okay and the museum is now on fire totally on fire or just a little on fire i mean (laughs) at this point it's probably totally on fire fair enough all right can can we go see if he's there you want me to go to a burning building all right yeah let's go I'm I'm going to stop and grab a couple of things that might be handy if someone is terribly burnt and okay. other things that will be handy if someone is even more terribly burnt. All right. Depending on whether I'm trying to save their life or just bring their body back home so you can rustic in it Listen. or fossic in it rather. Um, <laughs> Rustle around in some burnt innards. Uh, Thaddeus leads you back there at a quick pace and there is a big... A big fire going on. You can hear the sirens of the brigade off in the distance coming this way. But yeah, this this place is definitely totally on fire. And cool. you spot something that Thaddeus neglected or either neglected to mention or didn't spot. And that is a severed right hand. Is it Fitz's hand? Yes, it's, it is Fitz's hand. I'm going to keep it. All right. Uh, you know it's Fitz's hand because of a particular ring you always saw him wearing. Well, that's my ring now. All right, cool. Does it look like the hand was attached to a living person or a dead person when it was severed? Um, it looks like he was still alive when it was cut off. Okay. And it is one smooth, clean cut. Anything else you want to do there? 
Um, I mean, I'm going to walk the periphery if it's safe to do so. Is there any part of it that's not on fire or maybe not as on fire and I could maybe go inside without... Like, I'm not going to risk myself. If this is dangerous, then I'm just going to leave. Uh, I mean, it's pretty dangerous, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to keep his hand. I'm going to take that back with me and put it in a jar with some uh, preservatives. Pickling juices. Why would I pickle it, Jeremy? <sighs> Preserve. Anyways... All right, well, I'm going to tell Thaddeus, you're probably in, in no fit shape to work. Why don't you go to your bolt hole and spend the rest of the afternoon sleeping? Okay. Let, let me know if you find anything out. No. All right. Bye. Oh. <laughs> so, Virgil, you had gone to see Satara. As you're doing all of the things that y'all normally do together... Uh, she's gonna bring up the subject of the soul stone. Uh, have have you found it yet? I know you were looking. Okay, you're gonna have to remind me. So she had asked you for the stone that she told me to throw away. Right. right? Yeah. She she had told you to throw it throw it away, and then after you lost it, she changed her tune and asked you where it was at, if you still had it. You eventually told her that. You know, Flint had it, and she asked you to try to get it back from him. Right. So she's asking how that's going. Uh, I mean, the weird cult people who, I mean, you talked to some of them. They, uh, they're wanting to collect the, the things, so, I mean, they've got a pretty good guard on them. I, I don't know. I'll tell you. So you're not trying to get it? So, I mean, Tara, you, you trained me, you know, mostly to sort of be unseen, you know, in the shadows, sneaky sneak. You know, you remember. And uh, it's it's in, like, a castle, essentially, like, guarded by, like, a hundred people. Like, I'm trying, but I'm trying sneakily, right? Okay. All right. Well, just keep trying. It's on, sure, it's on my radar. Uh, I'm sure it was on Virgil's radar the entire time. It had totally fallen off John's radar. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, Virgil also remembers that uh, Huard had, you know, a billiard table-sized soul stone on his uh, train. I don't know if he would talk about that with uh, Sitar or not, though. I don't remember that. So when you and Fitz were captured by Huard... Um, oh, right. <laughs> that was the soul stone they had gotten uh, stolen from uh, the crow's nest when everyone else was there. I see. Gotcha. Uh, would I tell her? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think I'd tell her. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, so the one I that is probably even more securely guarded than the Circle of the Blue Wizards is uh, uh, Huard. You know that guy? I think, well, I mean, so here's the thing. Um, <laughs> you know this Madame Teslin, right? She a demon. You a demon. So she works with, with, with this Huard guy, apparently. He's he's got one of these wheat one of these stones too. Um, so I don't know if you wanted to go talk to him about le getting a lend of it. Um, seemed seemed like a solidish dude, you know. I guess he got me out of prison. It's something. When you tell her about the the really big one, her eyes get kind of wide, and when you say that Huard has it, she says that's. That's good. You need to be very careful when it comes to Ward, and you need to be even more careful when it comes to Teslin. Careful how? Ward is a very powerful man. His interests are our interests. Do you understand me? 
So so we're on the same side? Or yes. Okay, with Huard. Satara, you should be wary of. Uh, I'm not I Satara. She's Tesla. Tesla, you should be wary of. Okay. All right, my child. Yeah, I get it. I'm I'm still having a hard time figuring out where her priorities lie. It's kind of weird to call him my child, and it's clearly like a weird sex thing going on there. But <laughs> we, I think you? we agreed that we were not going to talk about <laughs> my relation to her in a sexual way. I mean, I don't think that was ever ag- agreed. I, I'm pretty sure that I came down hard on, can we please stop? It you probably shouldn't say phrases like hard on. <laughs> Oh. Look, Jeremy, you, uh, you, you did just say that when he talked about how big it was, her eyes got wide, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Poor John. <laughs> I mean, it's, fi- it's fine. It's fine. He didn't said all that anyway. It's clearly it's totally not fine. fine. It's visibly not fine. <laughs> Is my camera on? What are you talking about? <laughs> visibly not fine. Yeah, I mean, Teslin clearly, she's got her own own things going on so it's good to know that you know so you don't trust her either what's her dealings with you then when i was here last time she was leaving well we're sisters all of us are sisters all demons yes we all came from the same source just like you and your siblings so you guys go way back then yes since since the uh what would they call it what would they call it, Jeremy? What would they call it? They would call birthing. it. Uh, sin- I'm imagining no. like an orc, an orc like birthing pit or something. Uh, they would say, "Well, yes, ever since the sundering." So should I keep an eye on my aunt or just not trust her? I mean both. I mean both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, I got my marching orders then. So uh, you have this one, this one possibility for drug den where it's actually a casino. Um, there is another possibility for uh, drug den where it's an actual drug den. Uh, the Lamp Blacks uh, ask you. I uh, get a message to y'all somehow to run interference with the Red Sashes kind of disrupt their organization some by moving in on their turf i don't know how far that's gonna go though y'all seem to be pretty clearly like gone the crows who are now living in the lamp blacks warehouse i'm sorry are asking you to do that with the red sashes that's probably not gonna go anywhere because y'all are pretty well tight with the red sashes but you never know hey don't tell us how to play i'm i'm just saying that that's there uh and what if i was wondering like what if the drug was like caffeine and it's just actually a cafe who are you taking this <laughs> cafe from circle of flame clearly um i don't know i don't want to go back to i do not want to go immediately back to war with the circle of flame <laughs> yeah that would that would not be fun especially what about those uh that that kid army we we almost uh, got? What if they're running a cafe? We steal it from them. Child army? You want to steal from children, John? Yeah, they're easier to take stuff from. Wow. Yeah, it's All much right. simpler. I mean, you're not wrong, but you're very wrong if that makes sense. Like taking well, a cafe from a baby. Yeah, I don't need all that espresso. You don't know that. Uh, I feel like in this world, no one needs to be more alert or awake. I mean, I disagree. I feel like that probably saves a lot of lives. 
Nah. It's just people like walking into canals, being too tired. All right. So Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy gave us like what was it? A drug, a drug den that's a that's actually a casino, and that would hurt our relationship with the red sashes. Mm-hmm. And the no. other one was a drug den that's a drug den. That. So the casino, dro- the casino drug den is taken from the unseen. Yeah, they're a bunch of chuckle fucks anyway. But there's obviously some kind of like ridiculous catch there that we're not being told about. I mean, they'll probably just kill us all. I mean, the casino one sounds better to me, probably. So, yeah, I agree. I feel like there was another one I had in mind too. Cause like really, like it's called drug den on there, but the main thing is that you're earning money in downtime. Through some kind of a criminal enterprise. Right. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't have to be a drug den. Like, it could be a casino. Or it could be forging bad documents or something. Yeah, um, I kind of kind of like that. Or signing off that, like, missing people are dead so that people can collect insurance money or something. Right. But the thing is, is that all of this turf is held by someone else. So, if you wanted to go down that road, we would have to figure out which... Um, shady lawyers we were stealing business from well which yeah which faction is in charge of those shady lawyers more likely yeah what do you think cliff you want to be bad lawyers or run a casino i mean is there a difference he's already (laughs) i mean he's already a bad lawyer running a casino is more like being a good mathematician as opposed to being a bad lawyer i feel like there's a lot of you know gray legality that happened at casinos and there's probably more money to be made in casinos and vice work well i mean functionally it won't it won't matter like the amount of money right jeremy regardless of which of these options we go with it's just sort of theming it exactly yeah because you'd still be making your tier minus your heat in coin sure mechanically it's the same no matter how we however we flavor it correct but I think, yeah. so what What do we have? Like the casino, we're working with the hive to maintain this. We have some security from them and then their help. Who do we have if we just go bad lawyers? Well, we'd have to figure out who's running the bad lawyers. Is it the unseen? Is it the crows? Is it the blue coats? You know who I'd like to take some fucking territory from? It's the Deathland Scavengers. Because they were dicks. <laughs> and they must they must have we need to open a law office look, they must have contacts in the city to help them with you know trade and and commerce and whatnot so we just we just throw those guys out yeah i, I gonna, like that idea i'm gonna put a big yep. alex shunara sign out so what were you saying about the deflin scavengers like how are you trying to fuck them over i mean they must have uh, a network in the city of you know forgers and and bad lawyers to keep the you know keep the keep them in, in knowing where there's shipments being sent out and you know trade goods and things so we'll just steal those i'm trying to figure out how that helps y'all though rather than just because wouldn't no we just have to pick a faction that owns the thing we want to take the bad lawyers and everything that they're doing they're using the help like authenticate their stuff right sure like i don't know we'll figure that out Right. So I guess Jeremy's sort of confusion is if those lawyers are currently working with the Badland people and then we take over their business, aren't we also then allying ourselves with the Badland people? Right? No. Because they'd be doing whatever we, we want them to do. 
I think I'm confused here. Are we talking about the random people we ran into last session in the middle of nowhere? Yes. Yeah. So like, you want to represent? You want to be their attorneys? Is that what we're arguing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to work with them. What? Look, the mechanic is you have a thing that we want to take. We want to take a, a criminal enterprise that gives us money. Someone has to currently own it, and I'm saying let's make it the Deathland Scavengers, so that because they annoyed me and I want to hurt them. I don't think I quite get why Tuscan Raiders have a lucrative business venture in the middle of the city. What do they? They gotta have they gotta have business done in the city at some point. They can't just survive in the waste forever. Right. So let's say that they've got a little a little uh, shop that they sell some of their higher end, you know, found goods, and we want to take over that that building and do our bad lawyering in. So then they're not going to have that place to sell stuff. Something like that. Is that is that but, workable? So so that's great for fucking them over, but I don't see how that turns into y'all making money. Because we're because doing it's, our... Because it's a, it's a working criminal enterprise. We're just taking it for ourselves. And then repurposing so. it for something else. So, so they're not able to do their thing anymore, and you're able to turn it into something else. Okay. The reason I'm, I don't want to do the casino is that it seems like there's some hidden catch with the hive. That I mean, is too probably... good. That's too good a deal to be true. I'd rather not get into that. I mean, that's what gather information is all about, right? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was kind of planning on doing that. Where did this the place that we are literally in right now? So can we maybe utilize our? Um, don't we have those street urchins that are ears? Uh, uh, no, you are getting pillow talk. From the Red Lantern. From the street urchins? What? Are you, what? No, no, yeah. Like, remember when you went to rescue Millie Cypress? Y'all got your informants were the uh, the prostitutes yeah. at the Red Lantern. So we were going back to the Silver Stag where we rescued Millie. Maybe we can uh, employ her. Uh, you know, employ her to find some information out, or she may even know some of it. She may have heard some of it when she was, you know, held hostage there. What, uh, what can she tell us about the Silver Stag situation? All right, so that's going to give you a plus one die to gather information. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and make that roll? Uh, how are you going about gathering this information? Well, I'm definitely going to ask around, so I think it's going to be a consort roll. We can utilize you know a lot of different ways here, but uh, I'm definitely using my contacts just to, to get an idea of you know what, what the situation is. With everybody, why is why does it seem like the hive is so interested in this suddenly? Why are they trying to muscle in on the unseen? Are they in a bad position, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Like, what can I find, uh, you know, from talking to people? Okay. 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 Let's do that, and let's see. So I'm going to be asking around using my concert role, but maybe is that a bonus dice because I'm utilizing Millie? You get a bonus die because of your informants, which gives you plus one to gather information. So you're going to roll your stat plus one. Uh, you gain plus one D to concert when you gather information on a target for a score. I think that qualifies. I'm going to give myself a bonus dice. What's that from? That is from Weaving the Web, my fighter ability. Yeah, yeah there you uh, go. So we've got uh, a six. There we go. Six, four, five, and a one, my total hand. So, uh, what were you asking about? I'm trying to scope out 
what the situation is. Why why is the why is the hive so interested all of a sudden? Why is the unseen being targeted? Like, is there something going on that I should know about? Uh, is there a catch? That's really kind of what I guess if we sum it up to a sentence. What is the catch to uh, to the score? The unseen and the hive have been having a shadow war back and forth across Duskwall for. Like, probably the the better part of a decade now. They are both dealers in contraband. The Hive has been very frustrated by the fact that they can't figure out who any of the members of the Unseen are, even with the massive treasury that they have and the the weight. Like, they, they dominate the entire, you know, mercantile trade in Duskwall, and despite that... Uh, they still don't even know who it is that they are, that they've been fighting this whole time. And so any time that they see an opportunity to give the Unseen the shaft, they pour resources into it and they try to take advantage of it. That's uh, that's what Millie's able to tell you as to why the Hive is interested in helping you. People have been speaking highly of your group lately, y'all have been... Y'all have come a long way in a short amount of time, and you're pretty well allied with the Hive now. Uh, so if anyone is going to take that casino... It sounds to me like since we're going to be handling security, they, they want it visually to appear that we're doing it. They're just providing support on the sideline. Right, so when I was talking about handling security there, I was talking about they want y'all to handle the security people who are in the building... That way, you know, it's clear that you guys are the ones taking it, and then the Hive can come in and help support it afterwards. They want plausible deniability, because this is a shadow war. They want to maintain the shadow aspect of this war, and thus, by putting uh, you know, the, the visual responsibility on us, I guess, uh, they can deny involvement if it fails. If slash when. <laughs> I mean, that kind of sucks, but we're we're in, we're still the low, lower rung on these ladders. I feel like so. Cause y'all are what tier two now, right? The hive and the unseen are both tier four operators. So, uh, the information that you are given by Karth about the casino casino being more or less unoccupied at that time that seems to be good information. Because uh, the word is that the um, Unseen are going to be having another masquerade at one of their other establishments, the Silver Swan. Okay, so they're going to be busy with a masquerade on the other side of town. Yep. Didn't we talk about our enemies being distracted way back in like the first chapter when Bazo Baz was supposed to be somewhere else, but it turns out he was yeah. there? So we should bank on them surprising us halfway through what seems like a reasonably difficult battle. Because that's how Jeremy rolls. Bazobaz is going to show up again and kill us. <laughs> it's the ghost of Bazobaz inside a hole. He's saying that like it's not true, so that when it happens later we'll all be pissed it's, off. They, there is no way for that to be true. Bazobaz's soul and Lissa's soul were both devoured by Virgil's rock at the same time. They no longer exist in any shape or form. I still have part of Lissa's soul in a vial. Oh, yeah, I wonder what half a soul of a person is like. Mm. Probably super stable and very happy. Guess that depends on which half you got. <laughs> it's just the bottom half. What? Just the id. That's how you make centaurs. 
I don't think so. I've got a feeling that's not how it works. I've got a feeling that centaurs are fake. Anyways. So we determined that, yeah, that what the stakes are for the casino. If we decide to pursue that, that's that's how it stakes. I think, given our kind of faintly shitty options, that's probably going to be the way we, we're going to want to go. What if, so we can keep Iskra, you know, involved, what if we ran a morgue and disposed of bodies? I mean, that would be ideal, frankly. What if, like, we, we for, for people above us that need to get rid of a body, you know, we could run it's a morgue. It's called the Hackfish Farm. It's called the Hackfish further Farm. That's yeah. further down the line. I mean, so, there's nothing saying we can't run a drug den out of the back of a morgue. People it can kind deliver of drugs in corpses. I also don't think there are morgues, because I think there's just those the spirit guys wardens. that go around oh, and deal with right. bodies. I mean, surely they need some kind of corpse storage. If only temporary. I mean, we don't use morgues to store dead people permanently. It's just a transitional space. Can, can we just talk about all the options that we've we've gone over and gone over? Because really, we're just buying an upgrade, right? Yeah. And we have to do something to get the upgrade, right, Jeremy? Yeah. Like, we have That's to do right. a, yep. a thing. It has to come from some other faction. It's yes. got to come from somebody, and all of those things are important. Yeah, I, so... It's got to matter. I get that. Yeah, so we're basically just deciding who to fuck over. <laughs> and, so, and we d- had proposed that we fuck over the Badlanders. The Deathland Scavengers. Yep. Whatever the fucking name is. There were some valid points raised about how maybe that doesn't make a lot of sense. Whatever. Okay? Disagree 100%, but go on. And we don't want to, to mess up our current positive relationships. Okay? Okay. Yeah. So the casino is going to mess up our relationship with someone that we care about. Am I, am I not no. wrong with that? The, cas- oh, the casino. No, the unseen they were already negative with. Okay, then then uh, then that sounds like that fits the minimum category of consideration. Okay. But I mean, the Kevin, you didn't like the with. idea of the casino. Is that right? Only because that it was seemed too about, easy and yeah. you were concerned about Jerry being a bad GM. Is that right? <laughs> I mean, look. Because I'm just saying, we've been talking for 30 minutes about yeah. how we should do something else because you're worried about Jeremy being a bad GM. <laughs> But he's going to fuck us over no matter what we do. So we should just pick the one that fits us best and go with it. Which I personally think is the casino. Casino seems fine. I don't care. John's just tired of this. Look, <laughs> no, I mean, like, I gotta stop cas- playing in, like, an hour. And we, yeah. haven't, we haven't done a whole lot, you know? Yeah. So I'd like to be able to be done with the upgrade part. All right. So sounds like the casino, then. Sure. So we got that information. Yep. We know that we're we'll be taking security. We're actually be doing the the physical, the violent part of it. It sounds like so. We're mostly gonna rush in, take care of the uh, the muscle, and uh, secure whatever whatever valuables are in the place. All right. All right. So we we have a group that it does that almost entirely. Yep. So let's talk about the heist. So this sounds like it is an assault plan. Would y'all say? I think so. Okay, um, so we got our assault plan, and now we need to make our engagement roll. So we've got... Uh, so, is this operation particularly bold or daring? Uh, I'd say it is. So you get... So we're at one die for sheer luck, plus one die for that. Does the plan's detail expose the vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? 
go ahead and take one for that as well, since we know that they're going to be out. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Take one for that, because the Hive is yeah, helping the you hive out. Are, we're going in together. This is a higher tier target than you, so go ahead and take minus one for that. Uh, which is going to give you all three die to roll, unless someone has something else. I give you plus one for leaving the lab. There we go. So that's four nice. dice right there. All okay. Right, well, yeah. Who wants to roll those four dice? So we got a two, oh, a four, a one, and a one. Well, look, we got a four. We got a four, yep. all right? And a four is basically a five. And a five <laughs> is close to a six, so we're fine. All right. We basically got a six. Think about it. <laughs> sure. So we need the detail for this plan. So it's an assault plan, so where is the point of attack? I think we're just kicking in the front door. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. So the uh, punch start, when the punch starts we're bringing in, they are our actual, you know, throat punchers. That's what they do. There's a lot of throats going to be here at the casino. They all need punching. So they can go in the front. We can sneak in the back maybe while they crowd the distraction. Yeah. Well, what if we're, we're already in the casino because we're just, we're just, you know, casino guests. Yeah. So punchers can cause a diversion while we sneak into the back office or what have you. Take the manager hostage, you know, decide what we're going to do with him at that point. But if we, we, we take him the, uh, the brains of the operation, the heart of the, the facility. All right. That's it. All right. So everyone pick your load. All right. We are like assaulting a people's, right? That's right. Heavy seems fine, right? Sounds good to me. I'm going to go with normal. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be some sneaking involved, you know? Actually, you know what? If we sneak in the back while the punch throws cause a diversion, we can do heavy. Heavy works. And Sophia is definitely going to be disguised in her fine clothes and jewelry. There we go. So do we want to straight up just murder all the, the unseen agents here? Or what do we want to do? Take them hostage? Why doesn't John just lightning blast them so then they're not murdered? Hey, I got no stress, Wait. so I can do that <laughs> like six times. Not six times, but <laughs> good good number of times. Oh, and Jeremy, uh, as a reminder, I mean, I, probably I should ask this whenever I want it. Uh, I, I picked up Ghost Mind as a special ability. Yeah. And so that lets let you just... know whenever you meet a supernatural entity, right? That's right. Yeah. So, so I'll try and remember that if I think it's relevant. But if you, you know, just so you know. Yeah. 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 I already had something in mind for that. All right. Hello, it's John. Hope you've been enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening to Moxie, which is from members of K Cell. That's a little bit weird. So we've had two seasons. So the first. Um, was members of K-Cell with Delta Green. And then in this uh, series, we've been playing Blades in the Dark. Uh, so again, thank you, Blades in the Dark, for the awesome game. Um, so we've got some exciting news. We now have a Patreon set up. So you'll find us at patreon.com slash members of K-Cell, the letter K. And you can also find a link to that on our SoundCloud page. So we've got three tiers of membership. We've got fans of K-Cell at $3 a month, where we'll give you a shout out on the recording. Then we've got uh, $5 a month, where you'll have that shout out, as well as access to some exclusive content on the Patreon. We're still trying to decide on that, but we've got some short stories, that are related to the world building that Jeremy's been doing. And we probably will have uh, some 
content of us playing board games and things that we uh, we do when we have an off night and uh, we either can't play or maybe we're down on a member or something like that. And then at the $8 a month level, we'll take uh, fan requests. So if you've got some ideas for things like names of characters um, or maybe a complication that will be fun for us to experience, you can uh, donate at the $8 level. We'll get in contact to you to uh, get your requests there. Um, we'd also like to shout out uh, The Green Box, which is a podcast about uh, Delta Green, RPGs and other related topics. So Kevin, uh, who you hear on our show here, he's also on the Green Box as a regular member there. Uh, so if you're interested in learning a little bit more about um, some of the background of, of some of these different RPGs that are coming out, or uh, that's like a nice place and hear more from Kevin, where he's not playing a character. Um, as always, if uh, you'd like to see some of the things that Tabitha creates, uh, you can find her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Jeremy has some of his other writing not related to uh, members of KSL, available on Amazon. He's got some short stories and novels. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on both places, uh, and join our Patreon. Again, that's members of KSL on Patreon. We'd love that. That'd be awesome. Uh, Jeremy and them, they're moving soon. So that would be great if they could get some additional support there. Okay, so thanks again so much and back to the show. So you guys are trying to kick in the back door while you have the punch throats kick in the front door, right? More or less, yeah. Is anyone going to try to lead the punch throats, or are y'all going to leave them to their own devices? I mean, really, all we need them to do is cause a great big ruckus and be very loud and obvious and noisy, which I feel like they can do without our help. All right. Okay, so you're here in Silkshore. It is, you know, dark as night, as it always is. And you find yourself in the Laguna area of Silkshore, where the Silver Stag is located at. You see the punch throats head across the Bridge of Lovers uh, towards the casino. And you hear the ruckus as they uh, start pounding in the door. We want to find the boss, or like, you know, the manager. Yeah, so... I feel like when we were doing our, our recon on this place, we would have figured out who that is, since we're targeting them. Uh, who wants to roll this guy's name? We got that name generator. Is this a masculine name or a feminine name? Um, it's a female manager. Woke. Marielda King. Alright, so Marielda King. I also rolled it, and I got Akilla the Path. Oh my god. That's so much better. Yeah, let's go with the kill of the path. That's very good. Here, I'll drop the spelling in the chat. I uh... manager, <laughs> a kill yeah. of the path manager of the Silver Stag Casino. Uh, as the punch throats are causing their distraction at the front, y'all find yourselves at the back door of the Silver Stag Casino, but it is locked. Uh, knocking on the door and announce that we have a candygram. <laughs> doesn't someone know how to pick locks aren't we a bunch of like thieves burglars <laughs> yeah. alright well somebody tinker this door open then you know I mean, I'm fine either way y'all want to do this you're at a risky I want to say it's risk if you want to go the candy gram route it's probably risky limited because you're be- the place is being attacked from the front 
Okay. So, hold Someone on, tinker hold on, the door. Uh, this is what we've done. I'm gonna. I'll. I can use a foresight if need be. But we planned it so we actually do have made a you know a shipment uh, come in just like a minute before the uh, the diversion. Because we know so, what like, we're the doing. The door is open. They start to sign the the uh, the log, whatever the invoice that we bring at them. That's when the attack hits. We've timed it to be like that. So I don't know. We're bringing in like a shipment of um, of, uh, of alcohol, of ale. Sure. We'll say ale, ale at a casino. Um, well, wine or whatever. You know, bottles of bottles of hard liquor. Uh, that we brought on. Maybe, maybe the the middle manager that they have employed doesn't really know that there was a shipment coming in, but he's you know he's not going to say no. You know, get in trouble, so he's just kind of sort of take it. Okay, well, I'd say that that gives a bonus die to a sway roll then to get in the door. Yeah, I can I can make that roll. Okay, you get a bonus die, and you're that's using your power, right? That's yeah, my first use of foresight. And I'm disguised, so I get another roll, another die for that. There you go. And we can all be. I mean, we have. How are you? This well, she's per, she's she is an expert at disguise. So five. So you do it, but there's a complication. So what's the complication that happens? Uh, maybe the complication is just more heat because they get a good look at your face. Nothing's really jumping says, out. Hey, that's Moxer. Yeah, but I'm disguised. Hey, that's. A disguised person. Uh, maybe true. it's not you they're recognizing, but the people behind you that are carrying the crates of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Well, that sure. works. Yeah. Because this isn't the first time y'all have been here either, so there's a good chance that, that they recognize it. So that's what, plus two heat? Uh, but yeah, no, you've got the door open and you hear the punch throats kick in the door. What is, uh, what does Spriggs say, John? I see. You can hear it echoing uh, through the kitchen. Oh, what does Spriggs say? I've not given him a whole lot of character, because it's basically just he's looking for his cousin's killers. He says, uh, arms up and arms down. That's what he said. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone's doing the wave. All right. <laughs> but y'all have made it into the kitchen here uh, with your crates I'm guessing they're probably just wooden boxes stamped like with wine stenciled on the uh, outside. Fine mushroom wine. Uh. <laughs> what uh? What do y'all do next? You get this uh, kitchen in front of you. There's a few of the uh, uh, you know, there's a few cooks and cooks you know matter. waiters. Cooks are just they will be our, our cooks here in about you know thirty minutes. Tops. Yeah. And I'd yeah. say so, the majority I mean, we, of them, like if y'all walk through here, they just keep cooking. They don't even pay attention. Yeah. I've been I in a kitchen. They don't give a fuck. If <laughs> any of them even look up. Like honestly, yeah. they're busy. Yeah. So I'm gonna grab I'm gonna go over to the over the head chef is. Uh he was with, probably the dude I, checking y'all in. Yeah. So once we get the door open, I kinda pin him against the wall and I pull I reach over like to the corner and grab a menu. And I and I quickly skim through the menu. Uh, and realize that they don't have any delicacies, any delicacies from the Dagger Isles, and that's unacceptable. <laughs> and I say that you know we're gonna be take we're taking this joint over, and I fully expect that next time I come down here, I'm able to get seaweed roasted cod. Oh, muck, seaweed muck roasted muck eel. Eel, yes, eel is better because cod. There's probably not much cod around, uh, and you know if there's. If there's any 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 impediments, you just let us know. But fully expect that uh, on the menu in the future. All right. And I kind of like set set them down and dust them off. 
what was that recipe that you said? Seaweed roasted eel. There we go. Seaweed roasted eel on the menu. Okay. It is a delicacy. As okay. we're uh, as we're passing by, I'll just kind of you know, roll my eyes at this, but I'll take one of the bottles of wine that we smuggled in, hand it to whoever he's talking to, and like tell them whatever happens in the next few minutes, just stay down here, enjoy your wine. It's on us. Everybody here is now on break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Everyone wait, wait, just... take your lunch break early. They just uh, all walk out the back and immediately start smoking. <laughs> yeah, chain smoking. <laughs> all right, so uh, you're able to make your way past these uh, boiling pots of soup and, you know, half-finished hors d'oeuvres. You make it out into uh, out of the kitchen and into the main showroom, which is just, you know, a sea of chaos right now. Like, the punch throats, let's see, they're fearsome and loyal but also principled and wild so they are just like wading in and they are taking distract the word distraction as literally literally as they can they are like punching every throat punching (laughs) every throat whether they're a patron or not they're flipping over the card tables you know, there was a championship of King's Stave going on. They call it King's Stave and not King's Dick here, uh, because this is a fancy place. Fancy. But yeah, there's a King's Stave championship going on, and Sprig has like jumped on top of it and is trying his damnedest to break the table itself by jumping up and down on it. Yep, uh, every checks out. Every now and again, he picks someone up and just chucks them into other patrons. Uh, but yeah, there are, uh, black-suited guys with earpieces, or at least they would be earpieces if, uh, they were in our world, trying to wade through the crowd that's rushing out the doors, uh, towards the, uh, towards the punch throats. Uh, there's probably about, like, eight guys heading towards, towards your gang. Okay. Are they, uh, lined up nicely? I mean, like, it's just a churning sea of people here and they're just dispersed throughout it they were probably like on the perimeter you know watching people looking for cheats and scammers and you know people who had run their credit dry to before they threw them out when they you know when this happened uh they started making their way that way uh y'all also see a woman on the balcony that's overlooking the playroom down here. She's a very heavily built woman with a silver mohawk, face tattoos, and an eye patch. And you recognize that she is a killer of the path with a name like a killer of the path that's gotta be Scovlander. Wouldn't y'all say so? Actually, no, I think she's Severosi. Yeah, I think she's from Severos, just like Iskra. I was going to have some real horrifying <laughs> things to say about scoff trash. It's going to be great. Speaking of people that we all like to walk on. So what y'all going to do? Is did we is shooting a gun finesse, or is it... Hunt, I think. Hunt. Yeah. Hunt is like sniping someone. Kind of, I feel it? like it's kind of your intention. If you're just trying to shoot in a crowd, it's like, right. I just want to pull out a gun and shoot her. I don't want to fuck around. But I don't want to roll Hunt, is what I'm trying to say. Like, it would be Hunt trying to get her with a gun from down here. All right. Well, that's lame. I'm not going to do it. Well, I've got, like, climbing gear and stuff. I'm sure there are stairs. 
<laughs> yes, there is also the stairs on the other side of the room. All the way on the other side of the room. I brought this grappling hook for a reason. I want to do that. If I can use my, my grappling hook to get up on the balcony. Okay. Yeah, like, I think getting the grappling hook up there is no problem. Just go ahead and, you know, use the load up for the climbing gear. The problem is going to be climbing up, you know, that wall. Yeah, that's a prowl, I assume. Climb, swim, run, jump. Yeah, I'd go for that. Sophia, you want to come with me so you can help me? Sure. Uh, so what's my position, Jerry? Uh, y'all are still in a risky position. Okay, standard effect? Yeah. So, and then one bonus die, so a four and a five. Okay, so you're able to get up top, but there is some sort of complication. What do you think that is? My incredible arm strength gave my hands a rope burn. Like maybe you just wound up drawing her attention? Sure, sure. Well, at least yeah. we've got her corner then, but yeah, yeah. she knows we're there, yeah. Is anyone else going up there? Sophia, you're going up there with him too, right? Yeah. Yeah, why don't you go yeah, ahead I'll and roll up. that? Is everyone going up? Oh, if I have to roll it, then Is there a no. reason we're not taking the stuffs? Was it guarded? Uh, the stairs are on the other side of the room. So, right, Jeremy? That's what you said? Yeah, they're on the other side of the room. So, like, Virgil is on, you know, one side of this person, of Achilla. And she has the stairs on the opposite side of her. But if someone wanted to run around, then y'all could, you know, circle her that way. I will start to make my way to the steps and up the steps, using the confusion of the, the scene to hide them, basically. So, Akilla just works here, right? Yeah, Akilla is the the security manager here. Could I maybe convince her to uh, stand down somehow? It's pretty loud in here, so if you got to a place where she could hear and understand you. And then you'd probably be rolling, like, sway. That it sway. We have to, I mean, since this is her job, is to keep this place safe for her bosses. We'd have yeah, to give a very true. convincing, we have to give her a very convincing argument, which can be, you know, <laughs> a gun to her head, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a finger detached from the rest of her fingers. We can find whatever the point to convince her would be. We can cross that bridge when we get there. So we've got Cliff waiting across uh, the sea of people that are trying to rush out the door, go in there. Sophia, you're not climbing up the rope. Yeah, I guess she just gave me yeah, uh, gave me a boost. Give him a boost, and then yeah. I'll go around. I'll go for the stairs then. Okay, and Iskra. I'm gonna go uh, behind Cliff as as he clears a path. Okay. For my dimin- diminutive form. <laughs> okay. Well, let's make sure that y'all don't get caught up in that crush of people, and you're able to make it over there. Um, what sort of role do y'all think that would be? Uh, I've got my um, punishing stick in my hand, and I'm going to absolutely wreck the ankles of anybody who tries to trample me. Okay, so do we just want to do it as a, a group wreck roll? <laughs> it would seem to be appropriate. I mean, All I'd right. like to skirmish. I can. I, I don't can, have anything in skirmish. I can lead that. The leader takes the stress, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you, you, right, you can lead the, lead the wreck roll, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia says with no dots in wreck. Oh no! <laughs> well, I mean, it, I think I, I felt like was the was the group wreck not just me and uh, Iskra because is, we're the is Sophia coming group? along? Yes, Sophia's coming. Unless along. there's multiple stairs. Okay. Oh, I thought you yeah. guys were climbing up the roof. I thought we were. Climbing. Yeah, no, uh, Sophia did wound up not climbing it. So okay, okay. So let's let's right. roll that group roll. Uh, remember, Tobias, you're only going to take stress for any ones to threes, and we go with uh, the okay. best so, best roll. That's a five and a one. 
Uh, one That's out of a six. One. Nice. Take the lowest. Oh, no. Off oh, no. The lowest result. Yeah. That sucks. Did you add zero? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, one. Jeez. I've... Okay. Okay. So so you're going to take two stress total, but y'all are able to get across the room with that uh, five, with that five. But this, you know, y'all came in here like you're not just busting, you know, suits heads like you're shoving past the patrons and things like that. So I think that's going to cost some extra heat as well. So yeah. how many extra? We got two earlier. Yeah, so that, that'd that be another two heat. Another two. Mm. Yeah, let's, we need to stop generating heat, people. Come on. I feel like there's so much chaos, I don't really see why heat makes sense. And I think part of it is sort of just like police presence in general goes up. It's not like you're getting heat right now. It's just when people are trying to figure out what's going on, it's gonna come back to... You know, like people are going to remember, oh, yeah, that guy over there, he pushed me down. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. So they the get across to the stairs. The one in black with the mask broke my fucking kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. uh cackled so yeah, maniacally when she did it. Uh, Akilla, when you get up to the top level, uh, Virgil, she turns to you and says, did you cause this racket? What do you want? We're both just trying to make our way, and you've clearly set up a profitable enterprise here. We want to take over this joint, and we don't have a problem with you staying on to run it, but it's going to be ours, one way or the other. You know, that's what what the last group that came in here said, too. And she, like, (laughs) uh, pulls her shirt down a little bit, and you see a necklace of teeth. Ooh, I like it. Are they her teeth or? I'm taking that. No, they're not her. Well, they're hers now. <laughs> you keep a necklace. She of your still own has teeth. almost all of her teeth. <laughs> there are not enough teeth missing from her mouth for. There's probably like uh, eight people's teeth strung up. All of eight people's teeth. She is offering to relieve you of the burden of having teeth, like she did for others. Listen, I get paid to do a job and I do it well. You coming in here says you want to test it. So let's test it. She starts walking towards you. Yeah, y'all are y'all are at the uh, stairs by this point. I I shoot her with lightning. (laughs) 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 That's that's the thing I got pips in. So let's see. I push myself, so I take two stress. Yep. So I'm gonna unleash a stroke of lightning as a weapon to stop her in her tracks. That's the hope. Okay. Risky. Uh, yeah. This is risky, and make that a tune roll. Standard. Uh, risky, great. When I push myself, I also get an extra. That's add right. An extra yes, dice. because you get the benefit of pushing yourself as well. Okay, so I rolled a one and three fours. A one and three fours. So, I mean, that's still a mixed success. So, uh, so you do it, but at a cost. So describe you channeling lightning at her. Yeah, so I think I was not expecting her to come at me in this way. So so I see her starting to, to walk toward me, and I, I pretty quickly attune to the ghost field to pull energy out of the air to, to fire at her. I don't give her a full hit or something, you know, because I wasn't prepared for her to be coming at me so quickly. Or, taken on your back foot. Yeah, I mean, she did show me that whole necklace of teeth thing that was pretty confusing. Um, so I don't know how that's confusing. Like that's a very no, obvious. So threat. here's the thing: is I say we we don't we want you to stay on to run it, and she, she says that's what the last people said, and then shows me a tooth necklace. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? The last people, like the people, she took their teeth. How? 
Okay. <laughs> this is confusing. Oh, I was. I thought she meant she the last. Hit them I thought she was meaning hard. the current people. The current people that no. were running it said that no, too. No, the last people the last to try people. to take this away from her bosses. Hey, she hit them very hard in the guys. face until their teeth came yeah. out. Gotcha. So I think that the reason you're so surprised is because she <laughs> winds up taking the full brunt of this thing, but she also like rushes in at the same time and punches you in the face. So <laughs> it's gonna be a level one harm suckered. You done been punched. Does he lose any teeth? <laughs> uh, it was just a level one harm. She's a 12 clock and it took three ticks. Is that right? That's right. Yep, okay. because it was great effect. Can I can I get to her at this point? Yeah, yeah. You guys are up so, there. So. Remember, I'm still in a disguise. So I want to like point as if I'm pointing at something. And then throw off my disguise, and at the last second she's going to realize I'm, I'm not pointing at anything. I'm calling my shot as I hit her with the lamppost. <laughs> so you get a bonus dice for taking your disguise off, right? That's right. Yep. And it's calling your shot. Is that something in particular? I mean, it's like in baseball, like point out, point your home right now. Like I'm pointing like off the balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't like that. That's where she's about to end. <laughs> Are you trying to knock her off the balcony? That would be nice. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I'll moxie that into a better success. All right. The roll was a three, a three, and a one. So a large weapon normally does... like So weapons normally do standard damage. I'm thinking that a large uh, weapon would probably normally do increase the category of damage. Okay. That makes sense, right? I mean, otherwise, sure. why would it be a large it's, it's weapon? It's a lamppost. Yeah. yeah. So normally this would be great damage, but... So, like, you... Uh, how you hit her? I want to hear this. It's like... It's a straight baseball swing. Like, you know, yeah. I, I twist my hips, you know, and I come in from below and try... My goal is to, like, whip her off the balcony into the, onto the ground. Yeah, so, like, she sees this coming and, like... Well, she definitely doesn't see it coming because uh, I've just I've surprised her. Right. You expect her to go flying, but she's just this massive woman, and you hit her, and you feel it vibrate through the lamppost. <laughs> she hardly moves at all, and turns and looks at you. Uh, who's up next? I'll go next. Cliff's probably about to turn tail. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> listen. I'm on the front What has he done in all of our other battles? The smart thing? <laughs> I mean, arguably, yes. Um, all right, I'm going to step up, and I'm, like, I am this skinny, ruined little creature, but I'm also Iskra Shook. I'm kind of fucked up in the head, and she's from Severos. We know each other. Not personally, we've heard of each other. And I know that really big, strong people rely on their bodies a lot, because obviously, you know, why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Which means they're scared to fucking death of things like poison. Guess what comes out of my skin? I'm guessing it's poison. Sweat? It's poison. All right, so you're going to try to poison her? to secrete standstill poison, so I'm going to go ahead and do that, which means I take one stress, if I'm remembering that correctly, yes. Push yourself to secrete it through your skin or saliva or exhale it as vapor. So is that two stress? I think, yeah, it's two stress to poison. Push stress. yourself. And you get that extra die. And I get that extra die. Mm-hmm. Um, so all I have to do is make skin contact. All right, we'll try to grab her. Uh, I'm going to finesse this. So while Sophia has her attention, she's she's looking at Sophia. Sophia's just smacked her in the gob with a lamppost, which is just ideal. Um, 
I'm going to, uh, it's not quite sleight of hand, but I'm going to just sort of slip around her and uh, see if I can't grab her arm or, you know, at least rub my weird flesh against it. You're you're trying to hug her, is that? Um, I wouldn't say hug. I'm just trying to make contact so that the uh, standstill poison does its thing. Is this risky standard? Uh, yeah, I'd say risky standard. Ah, oh, damn, that's a three, a one, and a two. I'm going to use my moxie to bump that up. Okay, so that is... So that's a mixed success. A mixed success. I think she'd probably notice this oily, gross little hand on her elbow. You're able to grab her, but she's reacts her uh, her reflexes are so fast that you're not able to administer enough of that poison to her to like actually paralyze her. So it's got uh It's going to slow her down though. Yeah, like it's definitely affecting her, but we'll see. But she's not she's not taken out of the Yeah. She's not down for the count. Cliff, what you got going on? Come on, lady. I mean, we're trying to take her down. I don't know that we definitely want her dead, but... Um, she doesn't want to go quietly sure. into that good night, so... I kind of want her teeth necklace. There's that. Are you telling Cliff to get it for you as a present? <laughs> I mean, if he wanted to, that'd be nice. Cliff's got enough but... ladies. <laughs> really? Uh, I could, uh... Cliff Claw fucks. Yeah, <laughs> I like fucks. Not, not yet, technically, right. but I'm so working Cliff, on it. This I'm is your chance. You can do damage to, to something besides noodles. I'm. <laughs> this is my chance to fuck. Okay, <laughs> not quite where I thought this was going, but if you guys insist, hey, if you can seduce her into submission, one yeah. impressive, and two, job done. If, I mean, I, I'm not gonna go. Jeremy, with, what's uh... the what's the seduce skill? <laughs> Uh, um, I think I'm pretty sure that's know. consort. Consort. Hey, <laughs> I can command her. See your consort or sway. Change attitudes or behavior with manipulation or seduction. That's sway. And there's that, and then consort with connections with friends. Anyway, uh, so there's there's a there's a melee. Am I led to believe there's a melee happening? Yes. Yeah. Right, so For sh- sure. Shooting into melee would not be good. I mean, so far no. she's taken steps toward me. I shot her with lightning. It did nothing. She got she hit. She did in the- punch yeah. you in the face. Yeah, and she punched me. So I'm I'm laying on the ground. I assume. Okay. And- well, I I've got a free vial of slumber essence. Can I like while the, the chaos is happening? Can I try to like jump on her back? You know, one hand hold on to to steady myself. Either hand like jam this vial in her mouth and try Do to pull it. her head back or something. Of slumber essence. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to force this slumber essence into her body. <laughs> Gross, right? Okay. I'm gonna mark that. Would that be? Um, I guess it would be a skirmish. Uh, yeah. Sounds like you're skirmishing. Yeah, sure does. Boy, can I deal with the devil and the, the pale moonlight? Give myself a bonus dice. You're trying to get a devil's bargain. Yeah, you can do it, but you can't do it for heat. I refuse to allow. It. Can someone think of a good devil's bargain? So maybe the devil's bargain is I'm going to like jump on her back. Regardless of whether I can get the poison in her mouth, she's going to knock me over. No, I mean, clearly the the, the devil's bargain is that Cliff gets some of the slumber potion in his mouth and he goes to sleep for the rest of the fight. (laughs) That's clearly the only devil's bargain that makes sense. Mine was or maybe be he something cuts very his similar. hand on the glass and it gets into his blood. I I could go for that. 
Yeah. I mean, it's definitely in his nature. If you can't run away, I'll just fall asleep on the job. I was going to be, you know, no matter if I succeed, she's going to knock me over and I hit my head on the floor or something and get conked out anyway. So, yeah, I think that's kind of perfect for my motivation. Uh, so I go from negative, I go from zero dice to one dice on this. There you go. Uh, Does anyone have a way to aid him? Basically, we'd want to... Uh... To hold her in place or something while he's yeah. Right? I, I mean, she, she's to... got the teeth of eight people on her. I don't think that you can hold her in place. I'm gonna distract her by shrieking out a Severosi hunting call, which she was not expecting here. What, what does that sound like, Tabitha? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. That doesn't sound very intimidating. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Tabitha, take one stress, and Tobias, go ahead and get an extra die. On my stress there. I got Devil's Bargain one dice, and I also got help, so I got two bonus dice. Uh, well, I guess that's it. Oh boy, a five. Double five. There you go. All right, so... I'm, I'm, I'm going to moxie that into a crit. There you go. Oh, well, uh, moxie would just make it a full success. That's still okay. better. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Okay, so with the full success, you're going to get that slumber essence into her mouth. This is... A drug, right? Like yes, uh, like a street drug that people tend to take. Um, Usually not this violently, but yeah. So like you jump on her back and you're shoving it in her mouth, and she inhales it, and she like leans back and coughs it into your face, and she, <laughs> uh, you know, it it affects you a lot more than it affects her vis-a-vis the devil's bargain. So yeah, Cliff falls down on the ground. He luckily does not hit his head on the way down. And he doesn't fall over the banister or anything like that, but... I mean, that's probably good. So he takes no harm, but he's asleep. I will say that you can either be asleep or you can make a resistance roll uh, to stay awake and take a level one harm of stupefied. Uh, well, I don't want to be I don't want to be asleep. So yeah, we'll do a resistance roll, which is what resolve. Uh, I think that prowess. that would be prowess. probably prowess. Resist the consequences from well, resolve, uh, mental strain or willpower, insight, uh, deception, or prowess. understanding. I think prowess makes the most sense because you're kind of fighting to stay awake. Yeah, it's a physical thing. Uh, You're gonna take one stress and take the level one harm stupefied. Alright, and I think that was also the group's last point of moxie, too, wasn't it? I haven't used mine. You haven't used yours yet? Yeah, you still got one. Okay. Uh, Well, speaking of, it's now Virgil up. So all your friends are here, y'all are piling on this woman, and she has yet to go down. I want to peek over the banister to see what, how the punch threats are doing. Yeah, I actually meant to do that. So why don't someone roll two dice, uh, minus one die, because they're fighting tier four uh, bodyguards. Roll one die, let's see how well they're doing. They're doing a, a six. six. So yeah, the, Hell yeah. yeah, the punch throats are holding their own. They're punching throats and taking names. And there we uh, go. Yeah. Uh, she will not be getting reinforcements from her her security guard friends. Cool. Sprig sort of pulls off one of the younger one who's like trying to punch a uh, a table leg in half and and keeps and keeps failing. He's like, no, no, that's all right. And he points him toward like you know a. One of the one of the security guards and says, "Punch that instead. Punch that one." I don't think that's what Sprig sounds like. No, no, this, <laughs> no, it isn't. It isn't what Sprig sounds like. Um, okay, but that's Virgil uh, explaining what's going on to everybody else. 
All right. So what's Virgil doing? Oh man, I you know I haven't I haven't made ghosts show up in a while, but literally everybody's here. Maybe I'll just. You do have a ghost in a bottle, right? Right at hand. Yeah, I got. She's half... not half the woman she used to be. Yeah, but see, everyone <laughs> would have to make a, um, uh, you know, a terrified ghost roll if any ghost. That's shows a problem up. for other people, though, Virgil. Yeah, but Virgil Jeremy, does care why? about other people. Do I have a clear shot at her? What sort of shot? Like a lightning bolt shot? No, like a gun. Yeah. Like a gun shot. And yeah, you could try. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I, I grab my pistol that I've never used before, but I've been carrying for some reason, and I do a, a hunt roll uh, to shoot her. That's risky, I assume, or are we desperate? I think we're still risky. Yeah, y'all are still risky. Standard effect? Uh, yeah. I roll a five. Five. Nice. All right, so yeah, you hit her square in the shoulder. She grunts. Still hasn't gone down yet. Uh, and she looks at you, and then she points at her eyes, and then she points at your eyes with two fingers. I, we didn't have to go this way. All right, who wants to... Uh, so, to is Sophia, she doing anything, like Jeremy? Like, she punched me, and that's the last thing I think she did besides, like, resist other people's things. NPCs don't only react to y'all's roles. Like, I don't make roles for these people. Hmm. Like, like, like stuff is happening on, like it's, it's a melee and she's holding her own against all four of you. And it's very impressive. But like, as far as like palpable hits go, that only happens when y'all roll fives or less. Gotcha. Okay. So Sophia will, Sophia's like, oh my God, Virgil, she, she wants to fuck. She wants you. <laughs> I'm going. I'm, I'm going to say that in such a way that, uh, or bluffs her. Um, I'm going to use my my rook's gambit, which lets you take two stress to roll a different action, and then I'm going to hit Beaner in the face with the weapon again. <laughs> okay. A six. That's there a you six. go. And did did you nice. aim over the banister? I mean, it's still valid from last round. So she. Uh... She, like, turns and looks at you with, like, this weird look at your face right as the uh, Bazo-Baz post, you know, connects. And, yeah, she has, like, a couple of her teeth go flying and she slumps against the banister. Says, all right, I guess you win. Oh, I front snap kick off the back of me then. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, rude. Now I have to but, go down there to get her teeth. And, and now we have to get her body to not leave it behind. So. Yeah. She's not the kind of person we can let live. Like we have to make we have to make a. a, a You've a judged point her here. very quickly. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, so yeah, she uh she goes tumbling off uh off the balcony and into the empty room below. You see the uh punch throat standing atop the security personnel, cheering and whooping and uh, continuing to break shit. And <laughs> hey, that's our shit now. Quit breaking it. <laughs> Oh, also, I, I pick up a, a piece of... I pick up one of those teeth. Oh, that was on a necklace, right? I, I pick up something, and right next to Bazo Baz's name, I carve in Akilla's name. <laughs> yeah, so her her neck is at a weird angle. She's very clearly dead. Right. And the bells start ringing from the corpse people. Yep, yep. Off in the distance, you can hear the spirit warden bells ringing. Uh, after a moment or two, you're able to get the punch throats calmed down. And about that time, uh, Karth Oris and Coterie of his mercenaries come traipsing in the front door. 
this asshole. He, uh, he looks around and he says, Fine work. I know I had my doubts about you people to begin with, but you've truly proven yourselves. You people? Uh, I'll, like, push Esgray and do another rub. Esgray's <laughs> <laughs> gonna go down to uh, Akela. I think I saw a body in this back room, yeah. No, Akela's teeth are mine now. I'm gonna take the necklace and all of the remaining teeth that I can find, because I like that idea. I'm taking all Add right. it to your inventory. <laughs> How many teeth is eight people's worth? That's well, gonna most be people in... have approximately 28 teeth, but de- depending on their hygiene and fighting habits and whatnot, it might be fewer, and depending on whether or not wisdom teeth are a thing in this world, it might be a little bit more. That's just an average. So yeah, you got a big tooth necklace. All right. Not a necklace of big teeth, but... All right, so a uh, successful heist, yes, yet again from Moxie. Uh, it's eight thirty. You want to do just do all the do all the downtime and payoff next time, and just do XP now. I know John was saying he needed to go pretty close to eight thirty today, so I think we've got time to to do most of the stuff. All right, so I'm gonna mark down drug den. Yeah, which I'm gonna rename casino. Uh, y'all earn four rep for this because they were two two tiers higher than you guys. So you get two t- two rep plus those two rep. You're gonna get coin based on the nature of the operation and or any loot they seize. It's casino it should be pretty fucking full of loot. Yeah, but I don't know if you're gonna rob yourself. I mean, we need to make yeah. sure that our expenses are taken care of. So yeah. y'all are going to get eight coin from this. That's a big score, serious loot. Put it, I put it all in our vault for now, and we'll divvy it up when we get to that point. Gotcha. That's we pay off all, all the other things. Yep. Uh, so for heat, I'm going to say that this is this was pretty wild, I would say. What do you yeah. guys think? Yeah, it kind of was. So that would be six heat for wild. Let's see. Plus one for high profile or well connected. I don't think that counts. Plus one if the situation happened on hostile turf. It's not really hostile. Plus one if you're at war, you're not. Plus two heat if killing was involved. Someone did die there at the end. So that was a, yep. another two heat. So y'all took a total of... Who was complaining about all the heat? Who was that? <laughs> oh, look. Uh, sometimes things have to happen. I say. They have to? All right, when your heat level reaches nine, you gain a wanted level and clear your heat. Any excess heat rolls over. Yep, that's all. So y'all are at wanted level one with how much heat? Three. Three. All right. Anyone want to go to prison? I already done it. Can't go back. What are we doing? What are we doing next? So, I mean, like, because we're going to get a point of moxie for it or before we go there. I mean, Sophia would like to go unless we're planning on doing something right away and going to need Sophia for it. I foresee... Maybe one more season, air quotes, of this game after this one. And that we're getting pretty close to the climax of this one. Mm -hmm. Okay. And one wanted is like, what, a month in jail? One wanted would be a month or two. That's right. Virgil got out of it last time because someone with high authority was able to get him out. That probably wouldn't happen this time. I've also yeah. got my newest ability, Jailbird, which gives me benefits from going to jail. So if oh, we want to that extra downtime, and I don't really have too much downtime to use, uh, besides just training, I could just go to jail and get some cool stuff. 
maybe. If his one level counts as one less, so what is his, what what is going to jail at no one level? A few weeks. It's like a week. Or the so why don't we just... or the blue coats give you a beating to teach you a lesson. Suffer level three harm. No resistance roll allowed. They keep going until you're injured. I mean, we could just we could just our downtime could be a few weeks, and we'll pick him up on the next. Right after that, that could work. Yeah, yeah, I think that would work because they did say that the thing happening with Sophia was a couple weeks. Yeah, it was a couple weeks. All right, so why don't you go to jail then? Will you go to jail? Let's get us a damn prison claim, son. Try him. All right. Okay, so let's do that then. So clear your heat and your wanted level, uh, and let's make that incarceration roll. So you roll one die for Got each it. PC tier level. You're level two because of Jailbird. You get one extra die. So roll three dice total. Three. Damn it, you can't moxie that into a six. So yeah, if he moxies that up, it would be a four or five. And what's this roll determine? Uh, Just how bad prison is for him. Uh, So I'm guessing you want to use that point of moxie to not get trauma. Yeah. I, I guess jailbird that's better doesn't yeah. help with this. Yeah, jailbird doesn't. Well, all all it does is uh, keeps him in. Oh, we do get plus one faction status at least. Yeah. Someone. So someone's gonna help you here in prison. Unfortunately, you don't get a prison claim as well. Let's see who helps you here. This is your second time in prison, right? Yep. I mean, he this Cliff Claw loves the Deathland Scavengers for some reason. Just they're best friends and loves them forever. You know. <laughs> Could be them. And those were convicts from Ironhook. Probably wants to marry them, you know? <laughs> Why are you so bitter about this? Because they're bad people. How do we you should know? Make them pay. They charged us an exorbitant fee it for life-saving not exorbitant. PPE. They charged us literally anything for something that probably saved our lives. They wanted from what, like 20 coins. From whatever horrifying And you were able Jeremy to talk them down planned. to five. You always start that's, that's high four when coin you're... too many. You always start high when you're haggling. So let's uh, let's take a look at the factions that we have to play right now. Because I don't real at this point, I don't really want to rope a new one in. I mean, an extra with the hive wouldn't be bad. No. I mean, you know what? I mean, I mean, this is kind of gamey, but like I mean, you would have worse... you you would have gotten plus one with for, with the hive for this anyway. So. I was gonna say it wouldn't. It's kind of gamey, but like if if you could help out the unseen while you're there, it would at least make them hate us less. Yeah. You know, we'd lose one for the heist and we'd gain one for prison. That might be a way to mitigate some of our actions today. Because if you don't want to open someone new, it's either the Dimmer Sisters, who none of us have ever really heard done anything with, yeah, or the Crows, who yeah. who who could, we don't care about. So it's either the unseen or you rope someone new in. Like it could be the Blue Coats or the Spirit Wardens, because those have both come up before. Although I have a hard time figuring out how you would help the blue coats from prison. Unless you're snitching. That makes sense for, uh, is Cliff seems like he could be a snitch. Wow. What is that supposed to mean? I call it like I see it. Because you're at negative one status with the spirit wardens right now. You're going to give us a plus one with the hive? Yeah. Yeah, y'all should be at three. I took the unseen because it makes our lives easier, but the other option is the... Spirit Warden is just to bring them back to zero, just so they're not annoyed with us for this for his transgressions. Yeah, I'm fine with either one of those, so y'all just make a decision. Right, well, I vote unseen. Who else Who else votes what? Uh, John recused himself. No. <laughs> if no one else votes, it's the unseen. Okay, so I it's vote, the unseen. Yeah, it. Okay, so okay. Cliff, how do you help the unseen out in prison? Help the unseen out? Yeah. 
Are we trying to make amends to the things we just did to them? Pretty much. Well, maybe I helped them be seen. Establish their well, presence. That, they, they don't want that, though. Oh. Well, I thought that was a problem. <laughs> is that no one knows who they are because they don't have visibility uh, to them. So we help them maintain their presence. I, uh, they don't want to be seen. Okay. Uh, maybe I convinced them that taking their casino is good, actually. Because that was too public of a, a, a thing to own. What if it was that uh, there was a rumor going around that one of the prisoners had figured out who one of the members of the Unseen was, and um, you staged an accident uh, to hide that hide that knowledge? Okay. Because they are they are trying very hard to not be known. Yeah, he was like a uh, uh, he called himself like. Uh, he called himself a wizard and said that he had found a way to break past the spell that's concealing the Unseen's identity. Uh, so, it wasn't... Uh, and the accident that you caused helped that information from getting out. Does that seem like a thing Cliff would do? Sounds like a plan. Alright. Okay, uh, so that was prison. We need to do, uh, what's it called? Entanglements. So roll two dice and take the least. A one. A one. So, like always, it's either gang trouble or the usual suspects. Our, our gang could get hauled in for... Maybe we have to beat them up a little bit for breaking too, like, too much stuff. A little unruly. And... Yeah, and this is the uh, second time that you've put Sprig to the stick. And he's not getting <laughs> too happy about that. Well, stop being so wild. It's what you hired us for. Look, you're not the table flippers, you're the punch thirds. Why were you flipping tables? <laughs> oh, let's do our tier roll for coin for the casino. So it's your, what is it? It's your tier minus heat. Heat is zero right now, so roll two dice. You earn coin equal to the highest result minus your heat. Oh, okay. Yeah, so four coin. Okay. There you go. And we got to pay one to the, I guess, red sashes now? They're in charge, right? Uh, Yep, red, red sashes right. are in charge. Uh, so when you pay that Mylara smile, she is she is not operating out of the crow's nest. They're just holding yeah. it. She's still at the Rising Star Sword Academy. So everybody take, I guess they'll split, everybody take two coins. Okay. And I'll drop us down uh, ten. Okay. All right. So now we're into downtime activities proper. Everyone but Cliff. Oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, we should do experience stuff for sure. Yeah, do John first. Didn't roll any desperate actions. Address challenge with knowledge or arcane power. Shot somebody with lightning. So that normally counts. Express my beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. I talked a little bit about my background to both Satara and to this lady before we nuked her. So I'm going to give myself one for that. Struggle with issue due to vice, not really. So just two for me. Let's go to Cliff. Uh, address the challenge with calculation or conspiracy. Uh, yup, I'd say probably two. Both, uh, using my contacts, Millie, as well as sneaking in the back. That counts. Uh, express your belief, drives, heritage, or background. Uh, not really in this case. I don't, can't really see anything. Are you struggle with issues from your vice or trauma? No, but that does give me a full bar, so I'll go ahead and get my next ability. There you go. Do you know what it's going to be? Nope. Okay. Uh, well, let's go to Iskra while you're looking at that. Alright, I did not roll any desperate actions. Did I address a challenge with technical skill or mayhem? I secreted poison out my skin. Does that count? Sure. 
There sure. was a lot of mayhem. Uh, and that gives me an advancement. You expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. I collected teeth. And you were also talking about Severosi stuff with, uh... Yeah, that didn't come into play, really, but... I mean, it came into play more than I did mine. I'm gonna take, take a dot for mine, so... <laughs> yeah, go ahead and give yourself two for that. Alright. Uh, you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas? No, not. Nope. Remember, you can, you know, if you bring up the fact that your gills are have been bothering you lately without me asking you can get extra stuff for that so yeah yeah i mean somebody else brought up the fact that i have gills but only because i'm super recognizable for that all right um i was going to take artificer all right so that's uh talking about spark craft so you're getting into the mechanical side of zombie making I'm I'm thinking about more like body modification than zombie making, but you know I'll keep my options open. Go. All right, Sophia. All right. Um, I expressed the challenge of exceptional influence uh, at least twice, and I did express my background with the fine roasted uh, seaweed roasted eel. Yeah. And I'm gonna take. That's gonna level me up. So I'm gonna take this a lurk ability called reflexes. Which is... This is off the Lurk playbook? Uh, yeah. It's, I'll just replace Veteran. Uh, when there's a question about who acts first, the answer is you. There you go. All right. What about Vice or Trauma? That's a no, right? No, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's do... Oh, uh, Cliff, did you decide on what power you wanted to take? Yeah, I'm going to take Mastermind. You may expend your special armor to protect a teammate. Or to push yourself and gather information. There you go. So let's do the team. Alright. I would say that... I don't know. Would that count as a burglary or robbery if we stole the entire building? Uh, sabotage I could go for. Yeah, okay. I'll take a sabotage. Sure, sabotaging the And we definitely contended with a challenge above our station. I'm going to assume that Iskra got rid of the body because she took it. Because she loves bodies. So we didn't leave any bodies behind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I definitely was not leaving that there. Well, and it's an also... an interesting case. Look at all of this muscle mass. Also, this is like the first like real big heist y'all have done since you hit tier two, right? Mm. Yeah. Because like, before y'all uh, went to the Deathlands where no one really knew anything, and, you know, I think before that was when y'all infiltrated the, uh, the Centralia Club. Which put y'all at yeah. tier two, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd go for y'all bolstered your reputation. All right, and then we certainly expressed the goals, drives, and your conflict with the crew. Yep. So, there you go. All right, so that's everything then. Good work, cool. team. We did yeah. it. Right. Yay.